Hello, thank you for joining us for the Seed to Sow podcast. My prayer is that you will be blessed by today's word. Beware of growing weary. Hebrews 12 verses 1 through 3. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Beware of growing weary. Recent world and national events have caused us to have quieter, slower times in the past year. The adjustments we have had to make during the pandemic have forced us to be more still, to be more alone, and in many cases to notice things we may not have paid attention to before. One of the things I have noticed more than ever is that there are people in my neighborhood who are very devoted to their dogs. So often I have looked out my window at all times of the day and there will be people walking their dogs. It can be raining or sunny. There can be snow on the ground. It can be windy or cold, but they're out there walking their pets. Now I have to tell you that I had some early experiences with dogs that affected my frame of reference where dogs are concerned. I don't dislike dogs, but if I approach a residence that has a sign that says, beware of dog, I will probably return where I came from. A beware of dog sign is a warning sign indicating that a dangerous dog may be nearby. But I am told that some people post signs like this to deter burglars or unwanted visitors, even if there really is no dog or threat of harm. Even though there is no dog, the sign is there, but the threat is imaginary. When you think of this word, beware, in our lesson title today, I want you to understand that I am not talking about an imaginary threat. The danger of spiritual weariness is very real. What does it mean to grow weary? Growing weary means to become tired in the process of something. It really is an inner fatigue rather than a physical tiredness. Life is not easy. It is filled with trials and challenges and hard lessons to learn. Even when you have purposed in your heart to be obedient to God and to live out his plan for your life, there will be times when you will grow weary, when you feel stagnated and gradually lose momentum. You slow down and lose energy and excitement. In a spiritual sense, when you grow weary, 
you begin to lose the desire to pursue the deeper things of God. My father used to say that even the greatest saints among us are leaky vessels. I was driving on the Beltway the other day and I saw a truck for a company called Leak Detectors. I had never heard or known about this kind of company before, but apparently they specialize in finding and fixing water and gas leaks that are not easily detected. Weariness is like a spiritual leak. It often begins with a small disappointment or setback or a delay in answered prayer that challenges your faith, that causes you to be anxious. So what should we do when we experience spiritual weariness? First, once and for all, ask God to allow you to die to the need for speed. Remind yourself that God will provide what you need exactly when you need it, not a moment too early and not a moment too late. Decide in your heart and mind that you are going to stay the course no matter how long it takes for the answer to your prayer to come. Last year, as the seriousness of the pandemic began to set in, my husband began working from home. He has always worked in the evenings, so this meant that for the first time in our marriage, we had the opportunity to eat dinner together just about every day. This has meant a whole lot more cooking. Early on, my husband decided after speaking to a friend about having an air fryer, that he would buy an air fryer. This device is really like a portable oven that air fries and broils and bakes and toasts. And after doing very thorough online research, as he always does, his thinking was that this device would shorten my cooking time and help us to eat healthier. Now, I have to tell you that the claims about this air fryer are true. It does give me the ability to cook certain things faster and with less oil. But I also have to tell you that as any good cook knows, there are certain things that need to cook slowly. For instance, I have my mother's recipe for sour cream pound cake. And the recipe calls for a slow and low cooking time. What am I trying to say? God knows what we need and when we need it. He is working some things in us as he works things out for us. And his timing is perfect. He knows just when to stop the process of answering our prayer. Isaiah 40 verses 29 through 31 says, he gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary and young men stumble and fall, but they that wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. They will mount up on wings like eagles. They will run 
and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. So first, ask God to allow you to die to the need for speed. Decide in your heart and your mind. Make up your mind that you are going to stay the course, that you will trust God's timing, that you will hold on until the change comes. Secondly, don't misinterpret God's movements. How often as a child did you feel that your mother or your father was just making life difficult for you? I was one of three children, but I was an only daughter. And it always seemed to me that my mother was especially hard on me. As I got older, I learned to appreciate the things she was trying to teach me. I came to understand that she wanted me to become a particular kind of woman. And so there were certain fences and boundaries erected to mold my character and habits and behavior that seemed burdensome at first. Hebrews 12 verses 6 through 7 says, For the Lord disciplines the one he loves, and he chastises every son he receives. Endure suffering as discipline. God is treating you as sons. For what son is not disciplined by his father? If you do not experience discipline like everyone else, then you are illegitimate children and not true sons. Don't misinterpret God's movements in your life. God is love and everything he does toward us is love. Don't misinterpret his movements. But third and finally, focus on the finish. In 2 Corinthians 8 verse 11, Paul commended the Macedonian Christians for what they had accomplished, for being very generous and giving, even in the midst of very severe trial. But then he told them, now finish the work so that your eager willingness to do it may be matched by your completion of it according to your means. In other words, you need to have more than a jackrabbit start. You know what a jackrabbit start is. It means you take off quick, but you give out before the race is over. Don't just start well. Finish well. Don't ever lose your excitement and expectation for what God is doing and will do in your life. Don't underestimate his love for you and the lengths he will go to in proving that love. Don't ever stop praying and believing God for the miraculous. God's provision is not limited to what you have seen before. The world can only base its predictions and expectations on what they know about what happened before. Our God is not only the God of the future, he is the God who creates the future and goes before us, as the word says, to level the mountains. He is the God who performs miracles. Hebrews 12 says, fix your eyes on Jesus 
the author and finisher of our faith. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Jesus was on a mission. He came to save mankind. And as much as he suffered, as much as he experienced in his human body, he did not falter in obedience to God. He was undeterred and undistracted from his purpose. We need to focus on the finish because God has promised that we will be rewarded. Galatians 6, 9 says, Let us not grow weary in well-doing, for in due season we will reap a harvest if we faint not. Don't stop trusting him now. Don't stop praying now. Don't stop meditating on his word now. Focus on the finish and the reward that God has promised. I listened the other day to a webcast of an online course creator. Her objective was to offer a certain amount of information and then persuade participants to commit to purchasing a longer course. As I listened, I began tidying up my office and sorting things to file. And every now and then the presenter would say, now if you are multitasking, come back to me. Come back to listen, this is important. I laughed because she knew exactly what people tend to do these days while they're listening to that kind of webcast. And that's exactly what I was doing. She said what she said because she was familiar with human nature. God speaks to us about growing weary in a number of places in his word because he knows we are prone to losing steam, to slowing down, being distracted and discouraged and growing weary. And the enemy seeks to diminish our hunger for God, our movement and our momentum in our seeking of the things of God. Jesus became weary one day in the Garden of Gethsemane. He contemplated the pain and suffering that lay ahead. But as he prayed, he said, not my will, but your will be done. You see, the greatest thing Jesus would accomplish came after this moment of weariness. The solution for weariness is surrender. If you find yourself growing weary, get back to the place where you hear God's voice most clearly. God has something special for us if we will persevere through our times of weariness. So first, ask God to allow you to die to the need for speed. Make up your mind to keep believing, to keep trusting, to hold on to God's promises in spite of what you might feel at any moment. Second, don't misinterpret God's movements. Everything God does toward us is motivated by his amazing and supernatural unfailing love. 
And finally, focus on the finish. After a while, by and by, he who is coming will come. God said in Jeremiah 31, 25, I will refresh the weary and satisfy the faint. God will reward us. God will refresh us. God will satisfy us. Amen. Join us again next week for the Seed to Sow podcast with Reverend Lisa Weathers Hall. You can also reach us by email at seed to sow ministry at gmail.com. S E E D T O S O W ministry at gmail.com. God bless you.